The more you see, the more you know. Breaking down your favorite TV shows. Pop culture and our own voice tells the world. Life folk love Gilmore Girls. Your favorite mama loves Gilmore Girls. Your auntie loves Gilmore Girls. Everybody loves Gilmore Girls. You know you love Gilmore Girls too. Don't you love Gilmore Girls too? Everybody love Gilmore Girls Don't fake like you don't love Gilmore Girls too You know your ass love Gilmore Girls Everybody in a mama watches Gilmore Girls Hey black people, what's up? Uh, welcome Not just to black people our to this show. Stop It Please <laughs> Please Stop the Kumbaya All, all people are welcome to our podcast All podcasters matter, I'm not with that <laughs> Not with that at all. Hello, ladies and gentlemen of melanated descent. My name is RJ. I'm Kefi Maxwell. We have a special guest today. You're shouting. Yes. I hear you. Yeah, I'm angry. Because you're so excited for our guest. Um, today we have uh, Victoria. She is the founder of ColorContent.com. And the reason why that's so special is because she features, wait for it, black web series on her website platform, which is actually a very rare thing. So we wanted to have her on to understand what what promoted this and and what she sees for the future of this and how we as writers can be a part of it and latch on to her successful business, pretty much. Ooh! <laughs> Say hello to the people. Hi, everyone! <laughs> I hope everyone's listening. <laughs> so, yeah, so today the actual topic that we're going to hit is um, what is Black Web Series in 2016 from your point of view? And for the writers that we are, we kind of just want to deconstruct what web series are. So first I want to ask you so that people know, who are you and where did you come from? And <laughs> and, and what from? are the passions that led you to start this platform? Okay, I mean, it's like a super long story. Uh, Go for it, we have time. Okay, so I'll give you the, long, <laughs> I'll give you the super long story because it's like really super long. So... I don't know when it was exactly, but it was like maybe, I feel like uh, 2011 or 2012, and I got like let go from a job. I got pushed out. I didn't get fired. I got pushed out of the job, and I decided that doing what everyone else kind of wanted me to do wasn't working, so I was going to try to do music because I love to sing because that's like my first passion. (laughs) Exactly. And so I was trying to work at um, a major (laughs) label or work at like... Viacom, because I wanted to be down with Viacom, because I thought if you get into Viacom, then anywhere else you go, it opens doors. There's a blood oath attached to that, though. Yeah, it's yeah. quite a price. I mean, I believe so, but I was willing to, to sell my soul to do it. Wow. Lord forgive me. Hey. Anyways, so... Um, go get that paper. So after I got, like, let go of the job from the job, I automatically got an interview at BET. And I was like super excited and I'm like, yes, I deserve this because I'm great like that. And so I went in for the interview and I had another interview for a magazine and the magazine gave me the job and then I thought I had the job at BET Mm -hmm. and they didn't give me the job and I had already turned down the other job. So now I had no job (laughs) and I was like, dang, I should have took the other job. That's how kind you You got to do. You got to keep your options open, girl. Yeah, I didn't care. I was just like, I'm going to get this BT job. And um, so then I actually looked for a whole bunch of different jobs. I Good, I got unemployment. And I finally landed kind of like a consultancy internship at I Hip Hop Baby Grand. And so I was doing a whole bunch of marketing from home cool, baby for them. Yeah. And um, like editing videos. Shout out to Baby Grand. And writing 
blog post. Um, but before I got that, that's sorry. Before I got that position, actually, I was just like searching online for different things, and I saw this site, and the site had a whole bunch of web series on it. I was like, oh, this is cool. So this is like the Hulu for web series, and so I reached out to the guy, and I was like, so what's up? Um, this is really cool. I'd love to be a part. I'm looking for a job, and he was like. Oh, well, that's not what it is. We're ju we just do marketing for these these web series. That's all we do. And I was uh, like, that's such a good idea. And I was he was like, you know what? C call me back. We should talk about it. And then I put on Twitter. I was like, why did I just give away a great idea? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I just did it. So whatever. So, so where's that guy? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I, I, on the Cayman Islands somewhere. <laughs> get in that web show money. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I totally forgot about it. Worked for Baby Grand. And then, like, I was, like, broke because I was working for Baby Grand. I could barely afford to. I could barely afford to pay again, my bills. Once again, shout out to Baby Grand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, hey, no, we yeah, still no. cool. I still edit video for them from time to time. Um, so, yeah, couldn't really afford too much because, yeah, cable is expensive. So I cut off my cable, and then I started looking at stuff online. And the mm. idea came back to me, and I was like, yo, there really isn't a platform for this. And I always wanted to start a tech company. So I was like, I'm going to create this. No one else is doing it. I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. um, mind you, I still was applying for jobs. And then that same exact BT job came back around. Ooh. Same person interviewed me. And this time, I was like, um, I, want, I still wanted the job. But they told me it was like, oh, it's only like a month that you would work. We're not sure. It's like permalance. So you will mm. be freelance <laughs> and possibly <laughs> become... Uh, permanent and then I was like shit. exactly and I was like well I don't know if I want to do it and so I didn't get the job again but they were like but we love you we'll recommend you for something else if you want and I was like whatever so that was in 2014 end of 2014 mm -hmm. I already was in love with this idea I was already doing research I was already mm -hmm. I was already like <laughs> um asking people if they were interested and trying to see the interest in doing it mm -hmm. and so, 2015, I incorporated, and... Ooh, you fancy? Yeah. What? <laughs> and after that, I just kept on going and building it out. So, that's the full story. Wow. Long, long story. Sometimes you gotta tell the big dogs no just to get ahead. Exactly, yeah. It's real. Yeah, because if you were working for... Oh, shout out to Baby Grand once again. <laughs> I'll still be working with them. I don't want to hate. Um, off screen, I just want to let you guys know I broke Kefi's pen once, once... Steamy with anger once right again. now. And it just happened so He's seamlessly. the worst writer with the pen. Oh uh, it's so hilarious. Um, word. That's actually... Yeah, word. Yeah, word. 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 Yeah, it's the whole thing about... If someone else is not going to give you an opportunity, then you make it yourself. And of that's course, what yeah. happened. Well, perfect segue. So when I met you at the function that we were at, I, I, I was so excited to meet you because I myself as a writer, maybe like a year ago, I was like, yo, I don't want to do this web series shit. Because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna write this extensive series. I'm not gonna produce it. Call all these actors and 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 directors and light guys and and an editor. I'm not gonna do all of this just for it to be shot into the vortex of online crap. And then on top of that, online web series crap that that people just. It, it, who knows if they'll ever discover it and of course I had a friend who said you know you just got to create the art just to create it it's not about who sees it and who doesn't I took that with a grain of salt but my, my frustration <laughs> my frustration was 
how can we be incentivized to create this work if the very platform that's offering us exposure is still so very messy? Like, YouTube is a hot mess. Shout out to YouTube because I would totally go into their studio. And, and, <laughs> no, I because they do offer studio. YouTube studios YouTube. when you get to a yes. certain level. So I'm not hating on them, but they're as far as like looking for content, trash, hot mess. Yeah. you get yeah. on that department, guy. He's just he's just not. I mean, don't. So I can keep like get color right. content to blow up. Well, you can buy me, okay? Let's, right? let's talk about it. I mean, if YouTube hasn't done it by now. They're not. They're not, they're they not gonna they do it. Care, they just don't. Yeah, which no. is sad because it's just so much content, and that's just for their overall content. So, anyways, I was really happy to meet you because, like, oh, great. And well, I was like, first, no, I don't have to do it. Yay! But then, secondly, I was like, oh, wait, I'm a writer now. If I produce my work, now that I haven't produced work already, but now it's it's the field is that much more. Um, open to reaching the, the audience that I that I desire to reach. So that's why in particular I was really excited for what you're doing with your with your website and your platform, sorry. So I guess my follow up question to that why are you pointing? Why are you breaking the fourth wall? <gasps> I broke our formula. God almighty. I did break the fourth sorry. <laughs> we are in a white man's world. Their formula it's their formula. We just living in it. Shit, I'm like on the ah. No, no 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 redacted. Whatever. Okay. This is better. This is better. This is fun. You can totally edit it. Like I like this. We can. This is cool. Okay. You you had something good going. But you interrupted my thoughts, so now. What was I gonna say? Okay, so my follow-up question to you is how did this platform begin? So I understand your journey to it, but how did you actually or why did you feel purpose to create not only a platform for web series but a platform for essentially people of color to get their work out there so if you could tell me like what 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 birthed that as a whole i mean to me i I just i think i always think of there's not enough quality black television shows Mm -hmm. um especially when i had this idea back in like 2014 you know, there was like only a whole bunch of love and hip hop, which I kind of like. Nah, don't judge me. Cardi um, B is my soulmate. I want to put that on the record. Like, shout out to Cardi B. Such a beautiful soul. Like, for real. Like, I'm like, I'm like, like no joke. Like, Cardi B is like. We need to send this to Cardi B. My heart. She, she's successful. <laughs> send it on Twitter. So, so yeah. So, there wasn't a lot of content. There wasn't shows like Fresh Prince or A Different World Out Now. Mm-mm. And I just think it's so important for the next generation to see positive black images so for me it was something that I just felt inside like this needs to happen there is not enough out there I love a whole bunch of shows I love Gilmore Girls right Um, but what does that have to do with anything that we do (laughs) what I was like why are you speaking this what is this this show that you seek of with Lorelai who is this Um, you know Sorry, uh, Emily had a great arc in the new series. I know I'm not supposed to talk about it, but she had a great... That was my favorite arc in the Netflix edition. Yeah, no, no, it was good. But go ahead, continue. (laughs) Yeah, so... Yeah, I I wanted it really for the next generation people. And I wanted the people... Even for me, I wanted to see quality content all in one place made by black media makers. I just thought it was so important that we told our own stories... Um, instead of have other people tell our stories, so. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if I may ask, how did you feel, or what was your uh, your view on the rise of Issa? You know, she kind of she's kind of actually the official model for web series to not not only network television but holy ground of HBO, which mm-hmm. is we've talked about is the best place probably to be the web series to to 
TV pipeline. Yeah. Which not many have been and able to. And not just TV, but HBO, which, let's be honest, it's creative freedom and money, which not all networks And a second chance. You. Like, on yeah. network TV, it's either you do, you do the numbers, numbers or we're yeah. cutting you out mid-season. Yeah. Yeah. Like, here, she's given a chance to really grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is priceless, especially for a black show where mm-hmm. you might just want a niche market. Like, or that's what you might get, because... For various reasons, but it's beautiful that she's able to get the cream of the crop. Yeah, that yeah, that is beautiful. So yes, what he totally just stole everything I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, Trump head. <laughs> shit. <laughs> that means that means you just that good. Listen. <laughs> um, but no. Um, similar thought. Like it's just powerful because every time you see someone like you do it, that means you can do it. Mm. So, um, yeah. So I got really happy when Issa. I had a, kind of a similar moment to when I met you. I when I saw the show premiere and saw how well it did, I was like, "Great! I don't have to do it now." Yes, but the reason why I said that is because now I don't have to spend so much time just breaking through. Now breaking I can, glass ceilings. Now I can right. just yeah. land however I desire without as much friction and landing. You know? I, I think um, what they say. I mean, and and this goes for tech too, because I consider my platform a media tech platform. Mm-hmm. Um. So people do pattern matching. Whatever's popping now is what they follow. So mm-hmm. people are always going to look for the next Mark Zuckerberg until Facebook is corny, whenever yeah. that may happen. Um, and there, people are going <laughs> to... And then people well, are going to... bought it a few more years. Yeah. <laughs> and then people... So Empire was doing well, so people wanted to have a whole bunch you of new power. black, yeah, yeah, black TV shows, yeah. shows about music and or about hustling or whatever. And then so the that same thing with... say, network television, you're so unoriginal because they're so scared to actually step out and do new things, yet they get mad at the fact that they have to follow trends. But go ahead, sorry. <laughs> and and And... Part of me knows how the system works, so it's like, they will do the same with these web series, mm-hmm. and they're, everyone's going to look, mm-hmm. everyone's going to say, wow, this is the next, you know, Insecure, so I'm going to invest, and then if it doesn't do as well as Insecure, mm-hmm. then that person kind of loses out. I mean, I think there are going to be some great opportunities. Do you think it revolutionized web series as far as how well Insecure did, and the fact that it, it strictly came from the power of her audience before, when she had her web series? Meaning, do you think she's set like a whole, she opened up a whole new world as far as for web series uh, writers to be able to leave? But she forward. wasn't the first one to hit the pipeline. Broad City was before that. But people of color. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm oh, sorry, yeah, I'm yeah, 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 book, yeah, but yeah. Would would that have been the same leap forward? And maybe no, Broad City was helpful to her. Like you never know. And it was an probably Amy yeah. Thing. I mean, we don't know. No, like, it was a uh, Amy Poehler thing. Poehler, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, Schumer's the devil. So there's that. I thought it was Poland. Okay, fine. Anyways. Because Poland was on one of the episodes. Schumer wasn't even big at that point. Because Schumer got big after that. Okay. Anyway. Well, I guess Issa's come up also is a little different. But, I mean, yeah. It's it's different. I mean, she had some connections. She had some connections, though, too. You know what I mean? Lyle Wilmore was a big, was the big plug. But also, apparently, she had been pitching... Her original idea, she was pitching network television wanted Awkward Black Girl to be a show, but they wanted more white people in it. They wanted it to be more like mainstream friendly, and she was like, nah. So this wasn't her first meeting. But yes, wait, what were you saying? So yeah, no, I, so I'm, I'm nervous that I don't want web series creators to some somehow in their mind be like, everybody's going to be able to get on network television because there's a certain amount of places Mm -hmm. obviously there's a certain amount of time that we have to watch shows in a day there's a certain amount of funding 
that's gonna happen. So I think ongoing, we're gonna still have to find ways to okay. to get on. But I think it it does open up doors because people will fund because they see how great Insecure is doing. But just you know, be conscious of it. Be conscious that. You have to have that audience still. You still need to market. You still need to figure out what people like because Issa Rae is doing a great job. Someone might say, wow, the show is like Insecure, so I'm going to work on it or I'm going to pay for it. And then it may not do as well because they're not Issa Rae. How important do you think it is to for writers on outside of the actual product to really tailor to, not tailor to, but find their audience? I think with a lot of web series, I don't know... I don't know the means of which they really find their audiences. I don't what I don't know if you have two cents on that. Yeah, I have like tons of cents, especially because I come from like a marketing background. So to me, I think marketing is so important, and um, it's sad to see like some great series not get the shine that they mm-hmm. they should. Um, and even Insecure, people are now going to Awkward Black Girl. They're like, oh, wow, I'm so sad that I never saw this before. And it's like, <laughs> whatever. Like, um, we were there. It was there already. Like, it's you know, been there. You didn't even know web series existed. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But I think some writers aren't thinking about it because a lot of people, I think creatives, mm-hmm. we as creatives, like uh, you know, we like to focus on the art so much mm-hmm. and we don't want to focus on the other parts. We don't want to focus on the business. And yes. that yes. that's a problem. Unless someone finds us, we're not trying to find the people to promote us. And that's the only way you can get to a certain level where you can make the demands and you can do different things on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the people, like not one of the people, but I guess to break down web series in a way, there's like a lot of urban web series like Money and Violence. You got your count. Dracula. Nah, the, the it's like the count, but it's not Dracula. It's just the count, like from Sesame, Sesame Street. Um, yes, yes, yeah. Nah, the theme song just literally played in my head while you were saying that. Oh, shout out to Money and Violet. We could talk about that too. Cause that's a very interesting story. Um, so what I was going to say is that a lot of series like Money and Violence and, you know, they, they talk about urban stuff and it, they're very similar. Like, they're the exact to me. Similar stories. They do so well because they use their community. They have hundreds and thousands of views where there are other ones that aren't similar that are, you know, something I may enjoy a little bit more or someone else who's a more quirky person might enjoy more, but they don't have it because that person is just a writer. They're not trying to hustle. Like, the people in the urban series, they're hustling. Mm-hmm. Like, they hustle the mm-hmm. series. Like, they hustle crack. And it's so good. Bullshit. They hustle. They Bullshit. hustle it so I don't want no hard. drama with the niggas some money in volumes, though, so I can't slander them that much. Shout out to Brooklyn because I, I'm, I'm, yeah. But they hustle it. They hustle it like they hustle crack, and that's why, you know, they got the title deal. That, you know, these, they also They also tap into something, like, Awkward Black Girl tapped into something that was needed, still needed, is like, black girl representation but in 2008 there was nothing so to have like that black girl representation at that time i remember like girls i know i remember like my friend kept showing me like it was like three seasons at a time and i had known about it but she was like no you're gonna sit down and you're gonna watch all of this (laughs) and her face glowed up while she was watching it because like Issa was creating Mm -hmm. exactly money and violence sadly also speaks to like at the end of the day people watch I remember back in high school, like people, just, like kids in the library, just watching World Star all day. This is just like that. It's like all of those videos put into one, 
And it doesn't matter what the quality is. It matters that people just want to watch that shit. If I came out with a web series about black time travel, it would not do as well. It might, though. That's the whole thing. It's like... It could do so well because I love Doctor Who. Um, <gasps> you don't like Doctor Who? No, we could talk Who all okay. day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't really watch it now because I don't like the new Doctor, but uh, whatever. I'll... Okay. But yeah, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, so it totally could because there are totally people like me and like you yeah. who love time travel. And it but, is a needed thing because there are many black folk who are like, I need to see this right now. I need to see this right yeah. now. But it's about marketing. That's what I'm trying to say. It's back True. to the hustle. These people are hustling. Did money, what was Money and Violence's marketing though? Because I think it was just word of mouth. It, it might be word of mouth, but their word of mouth is their area. Let's say, they, you know, these people... Not these people. I'm talking. I sound so bad. A lot of these people live in the projects, right? Who are making. I'm from the projects. Hey, what's yeah, up? Yeah. But they have. Sound their projects. Com- what's up? They, they up. have their community. They're building their community in the projects. They're talking about it. They're talking about it. They're talking about it in the projects to their friend. The other person's telling mm-hmm. their friend where someone else who's writing in their room in their apartment. They're just staying in their apartment. They're not talking to their community. Right. They're not talking to a larger community where in the projects it might be like five thousand people in that one area. So now they're talking about exactly. And then on Facebook, also like all things that are coming up on your feed, like if everyone, if like half the people you know, like are watching Money and Violence, you're at least gonna be like, okay, I'm aware of this now, mm-hmm. and that's half the battle. Mm-hmm. And that's half the battle. All you gotta do is cl- all you gotta do is click the link now. Exactly. So it's really about your. Com- it's back to community. Mm. It all goes back. It mm. all goes back. So is uh, is web series? You know, it's it's kind of we were discussing this, and it it's always felt like a temporary platform. So and and we argued, you know, does that create a temporary product? You mm-hmm. know, do you have people who are just creating the series just to get the money, just to get the recognition, to get something else? So you, means do to you an view end. it more as something? Is it a springboard in your head or is it something or in your mind or is it something that could actually flourish outside of traditional television channels? It ha- it's it's it has to. To me in my mind it's just evolution. It's like radio mm-hmm. then to television and so mm-hmm. now it's right. internet TV. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. And so it's just the evolution of media. I don't think it's just a springboard where a lot of media makers they see it that way cuz some people are actors and they're like, "Yo, I'm just acting this web series. I'm gonna create this web series, and then I'm gonna get on. I know so many media makers on my side who say that, mm-hmm. um, and that does um, allow them to have deals or to meet the right people, so the people can see their experience. But then other people, they're getting their series picked up, even though they first thought it was just I'm gonna write or I'm just gonna act, and now it's gonna go to something bigger or it's gonna be on Netflix or it's gonna be on TV. So it can be both ways, but I think web series are here to stay. So I don't think it's like a temporary thing. How does it sustain itself, though? Because there's no... I mean, Netflix just won the battle of being... Well, a few years ago, just won the battle of being recognized by the Emmys and recognized by the Golden Globes. So, mm-hmm. and I mean, web shows have the Webbies. It's it's true, but like, what 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 is the recognition? What is the mon- What is the monetary value? How does this thing become more of a thing or like and more of a thing while being in the still being in the medium yeah so yeah i don't know about how the awards are gonna work because it's the webbies like you know like because it's online so it's gonna be online and it's gonna it's gonna work online like whatever it is it's gonna work with the medium that it it makes sense to it um 
but in terms of monetizing. So all these channels, HBO, um, Showtime, then there's like the ESPN thing, then, you know, Hulu is like all the major media companies together made Hulu. Mm -hmm. All these people are going online because they know they have to go online. Yes. So it's just going to work out as more people cut the cord from cable, more people go online and do okay. things, it's going to evolve because it has to. Right, okay. Because right. they need yeah. to make money. The major players need to make money. So it's going to evolve because it just has to evolve. Like, So they may eventually start doing web series. They, they already, you know, they're already, they already doing are. shorter stuff and doing like extras, AM, web extras. AMC did like short like Walking Dead in betweeners. There's a, there's a lot like, CW's was doing stuff with The Flash, I believe. Heroes. CBS just started a streaming service with Star Trek being their first thing. I feel like they're wasting a good opportunity of doing actual because the Star Trek show has a black... I don't know if you watch Walking Dead. The Sasha from Walking Dead oh, is yeah, going to yeah, play like the, the, the main character. And I'm like, wow, this is big. And again, the side of me that believes it's a temporary medium is like, ah, CBA, CBS is wasting their time putting it on here. But who knows? It might be a breakthrough thing. It, it may be. I mean, Heroes, what they did is they made it interactive. So I remember when Heroes oh, that was came great. out the next yeah. time, the, they first did everything online and then they put it on TV mm-hmm. because they understand that audience, especially like the sci-fi uh, genre they're online. So that's where they'll meet them. Um, and I think a lot of people are doing web series or adding web extras to their shows. Or at least creating things for viral content. A lot of like like late uh, late night shows like James Corbin would not be as big as he was if he didn't do Carpool Karaoke, which got like the viral stuff. And then mm-hmm. um, Jimmy like Fallon did a lot of viral stuff yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the show itself is... His format is very British, and it's kind of interesting. But, like, all of that stuff is is connected to, like, if you go viral, your actual show will get a boost. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why we're going. We're going viral. We're going to do, we're going to do like, a live stream of us and a bunch of puppies. But all black labs. All black lab puppies. Gosh. And we're talking about all dogs go to heaven. So, uh, another question. You're with it. I know. <laughs> another thing. I feel you. I feel I, it. The all dogs go to heaven. I, but it's like dogs, part. like D-A- Oh, uh, W-G. That's yeah, 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 yeah. All dogs. Like dogs. Nate dogs. All dogs go to, all Nate dogs go to heaven. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Nate dog. Oh, damn. Lord. Damn. <sighs> <sighs> so, another I question. A place. All right. Another question. All day and I discuss this all the time. You know, we have this experience as black folk that we want to support any and everything because we're, we're still a minority. We still just want... We like if somebody made it like all right, cool, like yeah, brother, just, yes, yeah. brother, I want to help you, brother. I'm over that. Bean pies. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I there that could be a little bar. in the new millennium where there is an oversaturation of content that can be a little dangerous. But I guess I'm trying to actually, you know, for your particular platform, are you kind of taking the approach of celebrating all black art? Is there something? more niche that you're, you're, that you're desiring to have on your platform. Yeah, I mean, at first I was totally like, well, uh, come as you are, everyone, come to me. I need content for this platform because we, you know, we don't trust people. I don't trust people. So I needed anyone and everyone, and I was just taking everything, and I was like, oh, the sound ain't that good. But, you know, the story's okay, you know? <laughs> uh, but now I'm being more selective because I'm getting feedback and criticism. But I also want to... 
incorporate everyone. So, um, from it's a slippery slope. It's a slippery yeah, it slope. I gotta be like, no, I'm the gatekeeper. And then other times I'm like, but. And know. then you become like everything you're fighting against. Yes. Yeah, because you're like the gay people is the reason we're doing this and in this the first place. Yeah. In place. Yeah. Um, so I really want people who have unique stories. I think also if you have a following, I'm like, okay, you have a following, money and violence. I'm gonna put you on the site because money and violence with title now. They don't care about. <laughs> don't care about that. I'm just saying for instance. Yeah. Uh, you money and violence. You know, you might not have the best in the beginning, but you have potential and people mm-hmm. like you. So I'll put yeah. you on the site too. Word. Um, but one thing I do that's unique and I'm gonna continue to do this is I do interviews with all the media makers, even if I don't select them and I don't think it's right for the platform. I totally put them on the platform still somehow, mm-hmm. some way by interviewing them. So okay. I think that's totally fair because your story is your story and I think it's fair that I share with everyone. So um, I do that. That's, I agree. That's not bad because nice. then people, yes. yeah, it's nice. You get to know about the person now and you have the option to go check it out if you want to. I would Word. say every story is, is has value in it. It's, I agree. It's the how that gets tricky, but I mean... I, I don't mean to trigger you, I did, but... It's, no, 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 it's, no. It's, it's why I, was gonna agree I, with I that. don't hate Tyler Perry. Oh, you're going to trigger I, me, okay. I, I, I don't... I don't... I, I never, respect Tyler he's Perry. He's telling real stories about real people. Let's he, not get that fucked up. He, it's the how that people... Boo, is, he, he's tell, Boo is such a real he story. He tells the same story a lot, though. And I think the next thing, like, I say this to everyone, I'm like, I respect Tyler Perry because Tyler Perry has made a lane for himself. Everyone, I remember when I was like, there's no black content. People are like, well, there's Medea, there's Tyler Perry. Hurry. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, his stories don't always appeal to me. Um, Who do they appeal to? They appeal to a lot of people. They appeal to my aunts. Exactly. They appeal to the majority. Like, remember, nice. black cre- like creatives, nice. we're, we are more... Creators in general, we are different people. And we look at the world like, wait, but this is unoriginal. But there's a reason why, like, CBS is always the number one network with their... Or, like, SVU is, like, the number one show. Because, people, a lot yeah. of people aren't trying to invest in art. Yeah. They're like, oh, fuck it. Let me put this on. It's entertaining. Yeah. yeah. So, for sense. them, that like, true. a lot of people, like... Like, I can't bring Tyler Perry slander into, like, my cousin's house in the South. They wouldn't even... They wouldn't... It's not... It's like... <laughs> they, it's not even, like... Get that out of my house. It's like, wait, what? Who doesn't like Tyler Perry? Yeah. Because everyone they know, like, it just, it's a thing. Yeah. It's a staple. Yeah. I mean, Tyler Perry said, I'm going to make Medea until the people are tired. And they're not tired. I'm tired. And I said that. <laughs> they're they. they not, yeah. I'm tired. We're not wees, but Give they. They're not tired. And I was like, I was telling somebody, Tyler Perry's going to go out of space. Like, Tyler Perry, I mean, like, Medea's going to go out of space. Like, Medea's done everything. That's she actually was, an idea that Ajay had. <laughs> I did? Medea in space. I think Medea could go, go to space. And I think everyone will love that, too. And, and that works for him. And there's an audience. And, you know, I, I respect him. I want to make that I would love it. I would love it. I'm looking at it. It's amazing. I, I want to make it. I would love it if. To me, Tyler Perry's not very visionary as far as, like, his investments back into the art community that he's a part of, or not so much, because <laughs> we've shunned him. We love you. Anyways, <laughs> I would love for him to invest even in, you know, a platform like yours where he's looking for next, you know, the next good storytellers. For me, I'm like, if Ava didn't, the story of Ava DuVernay is that she used, uh, the insider scoop, I got it, uh, she used her... Her, the money she was saving for her first house to make Selma. So she didn't have the money to do that. Like that, you know, she did that on her own. I just think of like, wow, like we wouldn't have had her if 
she didn't, you know, somehow magically work this all out. So I would mm. love for somebody, my issue with, with Tyler Perry and even Spike Lee and prominent black directors who have made it and who are sitting quite comfortably uh, compared to the rest of us, invest in young storytellers. Spike, I, I think low-key does, does it. Yeah, Spike yeah. will... Well, Chirac was a co, co-writing situation. Spike, he also puts... And like, his new fucking She's Gotta Have It series. Is fuck like, oh, that. But he ah. also... And this might be because Spike is cheap, but I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. He regularly casts, like, students from his NYU courses in films. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. he also low-key executive produces a lot of yeah. NYU... Like, there's a film with Katie Holmes. Like, and it was a white film. It was a film with Katie Holmes that came out last year. And if I remember keep looking at, I kept looking at the poster, Spike Lee presents. Mm-hmm. Must have been one of his students. Mm-hmm. He does do that. Mm-hmm. Like Low-key, okay. I don't know what Tyler does. Tyler and Oprah were in coots for a second executive producing Lee Daniels stuff, but I don't know what either one of them are doing like Maybe I can hit up Tyler Perry after this this whole I just thing. if he <laughs> Please no, really. do. you know maybe he maybe he might support now it. Now you gotta hit up Medea at gmail.com. Medea on Mars at gmail.com. No, honestly, if I mean I have fantasies about this. If he did even like half a dozen writers, just just give him the time of day. Maybe we the should petition. How about a petition? Change.org? Is that, this is, is my that hesitation. It? I totally it's, love it's that. A thing, yeah. This is my hesitation. Tyler has become very deaf to all of us. Because let's be honest, we haven't been particularly nice to him. He's he's a very, he keeps himself sheltered for a reason because his his criticism has been thick. And I, I totally get it. If I was him, I'd be like, I'm not talking to anybody about anything. I'm just going to create my stuff and keep it moving. And that's kind of how he operates. So I would love to petition that, but I'm like, ah, would that fall on deaf ears? I would love to do that, but though. But you got to try. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you Petition never it know, tomorrow. you never also, know. But... Tyler Perry is low-key a great actor. Like, he was great in Gone Girl. Like, he was the best part of that movie, and he is respected within the actual Hollywood scene. Mm-hmm. Like, I know he's, like, close friends with J.J. Abrams. He was in the first Star Trek film. So he has... I love Tyler the person. Yeah, Tyler the person. I like Tyler. That's how I respect Tyler, the Tyler the Perry. And I don't feel like he I makes... I don't feel like he makes his own stuff anymore. I feel like he has ghost producers. He has ghost directors, and he has ghost writers. Because mm-hmm. his quality is on down like I really feel like there's no way he wrote Temptation that horrible horrific <laughs> horror know? story of a film like I feel I like it, so. he does have a working machine like he has a machine like so he asks people I still think he writes his stuff and maybe he does because I feel like sometimes especially as a writer and you're churning out stuff so much he doesn't it, he's you get t- tired you you say the same story over true. and over so yeah. he doesn't i on 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 my favorite podcast the screenwriters rant room one time uh, hiller guest the host said quite plainly he's like no but he doesn't edit his scripts he has first draft movies and i was like oh, it makes sense now i was like why are his scripts like that he doesn't trim he the doesn't, dialogue he literally yeah. vomits it out and he doesn't edit it and ever since then i was like he's not a bad writer in the sense of cuz who's going to check him yeah exactly who like, like, Check him. That makes and sense. That lack of humility has always been my beef with him. Tyler's a great person, and I I don't think he hates black people. He he's writing movies for us, but mm-hmm. he doesn't he's put a lot let of actors anybody on. in. He's also remember he's a playwright at heart. So yeah. those long dialogue he, scenes, he tells that's what he, that's what he thinks it is. Like that's what that's how he writes his stuff. And take half a dozen writers who are willing to like work on your scripts. Beautiful things could happen. Why? I would, what do you mean why? I'm trying to say, this is how he's going to think. Like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it would help. This is a Tyler Perry routine. Oh, you should have saw people. You should have saw uh, I have to pay them. <laughs> yeah, that's 
relationship that he's like, why? It's, it's my equivalent of like J. Cole with no features. With no features. It's like Tyler Perry with no extra writers. It's like, you can, it's okay. It's not, no one's saying you're incapable. It's just saying Sometimes like, let us in. Just let us in. Let us Same in. thing with Spike. Make the petition. In. I've always said, Tyler, I will work for free for you. Give me your script and I will edit the shit out of it. Because he ain't going to pay you. <laughs> no, I would say I'm such a writer that I would be more gleeful to make it the best script ever than to actually. I mean, you get the credit too. So I'm telling you, I don't care. That's how much I want to help Tyler improve the quality of his work because it's they're good stories, but they're just the the actual script is not refined. But anyways, we're on a we're on Tyler Perry rant. Wait, whoa! Oh, we, I forgot what we were talking about before. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> you brought his name up. I respect up. Tyler Perry. That's what I'll say. At you that played end. with this Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> this is dark magic. Um, kind, of, kind of to 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 carry on the same theme here. What, if you haven't already said this, if you could say it another way, what do you think this particular medium of you know the web series portal, I guess, could do for black storytelling? Like, do you? The, what do you think it could do in long term? Because when I, I put that in the context of black storytelling, it's pretty scarce. Like, we don't really... We're most excited about, you know, Issa and, and Donald Glover right now. But those two people, like... And sorry for those who love Queen Sugar uh, as well. And <clears throat> that's only, that's three black writers. We don't, we're not going to even mention Lee Daniel, but, like, we really only care about them, so... I mean, I think their age. Maybe we care about them yeah. because of the age. Let's say yes, age. It's, you know, it's an age thing. There's also blackish fans, and it's not a bad oh show gosh, yes, at all. Yes, like, yes. I mean, it's it's more it's not edgy, but it's it's a it's a needed show. Yeah, you need the family shows. So, what is there? Do you think that the medium long term? I'm thinking, you know, still, there's a scarcity. We still only mentioned what, like five, five or six shows that are really on air right now. What that's the screen think? act. This that's the screenwriters guild for, fault. though. that's their fault. That's the screenwriters guild's fault. Like for not letting more black writers in, because there's black writers everywhere. That's true. Like those, the fact that we only see them mm-hmm. is not is not the fault that of black writers. The ones, yeah. So, in your opinion, do you think I know web series is definitely an alternative, but do you think this medium could actually, uh, I guess, accelerate and elevate black storytelling and accessibility to it? I mean, it definitely does yeah. already. <laughs> I mean, there's so many people who are so great like um karen rose brinning she and artemis jenkins they made smoke and mirrors one of the series on my site um but it's just a dope story and just the way they did everything on the series like the series is just Mm -hmm. so dope and Mm -hmm. she actually works with andrea lewis Mm -hmm. from black actress on a new series called beyond complicated i think that's what the series is my called. friend sky james is on beyond complicated it's just so yes good. shout out to sky james the, the writing <laughs> really is. is just so dope i and watched the whole making of situation yeah he's actor on it yeah <laughs> it's, it's a good series yeah look it looks good i remember seeing the trailer yeah you gotta watch it mm-hmm. um but those are just two names or three three names of people who are creating dope stuff people are recognizing them they're building they're probably getting deals and i, I can name like not name every name but i know shows that that people are getting like real deals mm. because of their web series so it's definitely happening already um and i think it will continue long term as long as there are people writing stuff and making stuff and not afraid to make stuff because you, you have to not be afraid to do it because once you do it people are like latching on um and you have to market too and the consistency and the work ethic that you don't have an executive breathing down your neck which is both a good thing and a bad thing because if you fall back 
then people will be like, where is the next season? And does it come out for a year later? And then you've messed up your momentum. Yeah, sometimes. But these people are fanatics. The great thing about online, like, you build fans. Mm. So these people are looking for your stuff. You might lose your momentum, but if they loved it then and there's 100,000 views, there are people who are still going to love it. They're still going to tell a friend. And then when you come back, they'll be like, oh my gosh, this is a new thing. I'm going to watch it. And is there, yeah, on the flip side, you're right. And there is the excuse. It's like, okay, it might take them another eight to 10 months to make it because they're making it on their own. Oh, mm-hmm. Word. You're, you're, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're totally right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Word. <laughs> okay. So for your platform, what makes a web series stand out in your opinion? How do you say, yes, that's the one? Like, what's that moment like for you? Um, I have to watch every series. Like, it's so funny. I've been going to, like, film festival stuff, and they're like, oh, so do people watch every submission? And, like, Sundance and Tribeca was like, yeah, we watch every series. Imagine having to watch every series. And I have to watch, like, at least a few if it's decent to know, like, this is good, this mm-hmm. isn't good. You're right, yeah. Um, um, and also just so I can interview people, too, because I have to, even if, yeah, oh, just to interview people, I have to watch it. <laughs> So you interview, like you record their interviews? I do, a lot of the time I do Google Hangouts, because I think it's important, because it's video, to do something Mm -hmm. with video, but sometimes I do Q&As too. Um, But yeah, I try to watch every series, so it's just a lot. Do people send you a pilot, or do they send you the whole thing in bulk? They send me a link, some people send me pilots, I'm like... Um, I usually don't put pilots on the site anyway, so mm-hmm. uh, I, okay. try to, yeah. I try not to because I want people to binge watch. Otherwise, I'll have to put up every week a hundred, let's say hypothetically, it was a hundred shows. Every week I'd have to put up series and I'm one person. How would that work? True, yeah. I will say to writers out there, you should not be just record, just shooting your pilot episode if you, if it is an actual web series. Unless you are so in the industry and you have the connect and you're actually pitching it to networks, doing a pilot for your web series is pretty stupid. Because web series are intended for local audiences. Yeah, and, and the whole point of the pilot so is... So no, if yeah. you're pitching to networks, it's a beautiful thing. True. And even they want to see more, it depends, a very from that network but stop stop just shooting your pilot because if you're gonna do a web series you kind of have to shoot I the whole thing I think people they're like I'm gonna get funding and no, or that's, that's what they that believe shit. I know like I, people I are addicted to that GoFundMe like and all that stuff they think it's easy nowadays because <laughs> they've seen so many success stories I'm gonna do a crowdfunding year next year but um, yeah no no I think it's totally I think it's totally hard I'm not gonna say it's easy it's because it's, it's, you have to you have, have like strategy. friend friends you have to have um, friends it, it, we, I guess we could talk about that on the side after okay 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 word, strategies work but I think a lot of people think they're gonna get the funding they hope they're gonna get the funding and or they can't afford it so they're like yo if I do this one and I get so many people to like it and I, maybe I get 100,000 YouTube views, I can get more, you know, I can get more done or someone will help me and or whatever. Also you don't not have the to... resources. That's you, that's you. Go. No, no. Go I was saying you don't have the resources. I get, I understand why writers and producers only want to produce one episode, but unless you are actually pitching it to networks, <laughs> doing just a pilot episode is really naive. Let's keep, let's keep, and let's keep it real here. 90% of web series and probably more but i'm gonna give it 90 percent to be fair are not high concept like they are easy to manage like where is that funding you don't need to stall your process to make it depends on what your skill your skill set is 
So okay. some people are like the cinematographers, the videographers, they can do it themselves. Some people are actors, some people are writers. So now they have to pay people because Word. a lot of people don't want to do stuff for free. Okay. They're like, free? Huh. Uh, well, okay. wait until, you know, it, it pops up and we get all these things. And they're like, no, I don't want that. And so you have to pay these people. And, True. And yeah. a lot of people like no. I'm and not a lot of people do it free. you're right. And a lot of people don't have their own camera, so it's rental fees. And yeah, <laughs> a I'm lot of y'all need a... to get. Let me let me promote. This. <laughs> no, because I've I've heard so many stories. You need to have a lot of different elements. You need to have someone who's a manager and can, who could see the long-term view of this. Because well, the reason why I say Holla that... Holla at me. I do PR. <laughs> Holla at me. For a flat fee of $35,068, I am all yours. For what, like a year? Un- For like three days. Why am I saying this? Hold on. Um, you need to have different elements? No. You because... need to have PR. You need to have a manager. Because when you... Shit. Nope, I totally lost my train of thought. Old lady calf. <laughs> no, I was gonna. Ah, why did I bring that up? Go ahead. No, this is probably better than anything I was gonna say. <laughs> no, what you were saying was these people need to have these things in place, and I was gonna totally say like. Oh, oh, oh okay, like, got it. Okay. <laughs> Old lady calf. Old sure. lady calf. Where's her cane? If you can't pay the people that are going to be a part of your production, you need to have the agreement set up where if this show gets picked up or if you actually do get funding from a source like GoFundMe or or whatnot, people can actually see the money coming back to them. So there's incentive to be a part of this project. Okay, you want me to do this for free? Sure. But have, have a fucking agreement where you can say, okay... If we do X, Y, Z, this will come back to you. Don't just hit them with the exposure Don't just thing. say, oh, yeah. it's exposure. Oh, I'll bring you on if we if it if it blows up or whatnot. Like, get professional with your shit and make give people incentive to actually help you out. At very least, feed them. At very least, feed yeah, them. Well, yes, also, course. a lot of people, like, <laughs> don't underestimate the power of your friends. Like, most creatives aren't the only creative. Like, you have a circle of friends. People are like, nah, I want to get this person who I know from a no from a person. Well, you gotta pay for that person. You can't talk to that person like they're your friend. Yeah. They're not your friend. Yeah. And they get mad when they don't want to work because, like, you're treating them like a friend when you have a friend who might know how to use a camera. Mm-hmm. Who probably or best does. case scenario, get the pointers ne- needed to make your show the best show. Some people will have great visuals within a crappy story or a crappy story. Or wait, great visuals, crappy story. Or a great story and crappy visuals and you can meet those people that friend of a friend and get the pointers to make your show better like mm. you don't have to necessarily pay them Word. people don't mind sharing their secrets really no. when people it comes down to, to it yeah. people love to talk about what they're passionate about and what they want to see change in their in their career field so use people right don't just use them to be the manual labor anybody can hold a camera but find out how to hold that camera if yeah. you can't pay for this two thousand dollar director for your project you know so anyways yeah <laughs> go ahead I like what you said about the agreement part the rest I mean it's hard I think it's hard but I like the agreement part get your agreements together people thanks yeah professional okay where do you see your platform in the next five years or so oh, I, so I'm working on a new business plan so I, I, I've written a business plan and I'm working on a new one um and I see a lot of crazy things and some things I totally love to talk about and some things I totally don't love to talk about. But um like in my mind I'm like, what if I could be the first like 
black VR site. Like Wow. I don't know, five years from now, VR I like could that. be way more accessible. A lot. And I'm like, that could be so dope. Maybe I could be funding people to make this kind of content. Maybe it's you know, in the next And we're seeing years, the rise of Google Cardboard and all of this stuff, like in five years. Oculus. Yep. That is a I like that idea. That's just that's so out of my like range right now. And so I totally could talk great. about it because I'm like, no one else is gonna do that. Cause <laughs> I barely think somewhere, I could. somewhere Donald Glover is like listening with a cup. <laughs> exactly. to the, like to what? We are okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's something crazy in my mind. I'm like, I, I want to do that because, like, I, back to what I was saying before, I'm I consider my company a media tech company Mm. so we put Mm. tech in the forefront like Mm. a lot of people are putting the media in the forefront and it's hard like if you look at kind of what netflix is doing they're saying netflix people consume so much content they have to keep on it so a lot of people who are doing similar models they can't keep up to it because they have to pay out so many people Mm -hmm. so it's just so hard and having a subscription service when people pay together like a group will pay you're not going to make your money back and you're not going to be able to go public or do any of those things that really help you build a company Mm -hmm. or a business to the way you might want to build it so to me i'm just thinking about how i can further in tech those are the pieces that need to be in place and um yeah that's what i'm thinking about so like Mm. vr would be dope that's like a dream that's like a dream five years vr is going to be like the thing too like it's finally going to be like what the projections of the future with the vr thing is going to be even more practical version yeah people are saying they're going to be you know vr contact lenses have you seen those I have not. That sounds dangerous. No, it sounds <laughs> extremely dangerous. But that's what people are projecting for. Those are they're already in the works. Like some company, I don't know if it's like Samsung, Sony, someone. They're already starting to work on them. So yeah. just having the goggles in five years is really possible when people are already working on the next thing. And remember, to make people it beta possible. testing. People were like, like, oh, Google Glass didn't work. You know, that was the beta test, right? Because when Apple Watch came out. Like, it's just now starting to be something that actually is real that people are investing in. But Apple Watch, they launched that, like, what, like two years ago? Like, and the first iPhone was a disaster. But these tech companies, they beta test the shit out of stuff. So when Google Glass comes, when they're they're probably reconfiguring it right now, and when the next iteration of that comes out, it's going to be a game changer. Yeah. Unless Apple, like, steals the blueprints first, and then they, like, totally kill it. But (laughs) five years from now, it's going to be real. Possibility. (laughs) I'll be like, Trump second term? Nope, I got these VRs. <laughs> <laughs> it's Obama season. Michelle 2020. Um, in your line of work, what advice do you have for young storytellers? Hmm. She just rolled her eyes, y'all. She's taking a breath. Yeah, I'm to I feel that. I just, I just rolled my eyes, too. <laughs> Quick! I, yeah. Whoa. I'm, I'm just trying to think. Oh, there's just so much stuff. I, I mean, I think just... Always be open to learn. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best advice I could give you. Mm-hmm. Um, Stop being a stubborn mofo. Be open just, to change. Yeah, be open and just <laughs> learn as much as you can. Like for me, I love to research things. That's why I can. I, whenever you ask some questions, I can be like, oh yeah, this and that, and you know they're making contact lenses. Like do the research because there's just so many different opportunities out there to to tell the stories that you want to tell. Maybe it's not a web series for you. Maybe it's writing a book. Maybe it's Figuring out how to do some virtual reality, something, I don't know. But just, you know, do research. Look for more opportunities. Don't stay in one lane because there's just... Technology is changing Mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Word. 
Uh, I had an idea. Okay. Have you ever thought of possibly? Because I'm like I'm really excited about your platform. I think Yay. it's necessary. Have you ever thought of like hosting maybe like a uh, not necessarily a screenwriting contest, but a contest for people who have produced video to kind of make it onto your site? You know, I definitely have. Like it's like <laughs> something I totally want to do. Um, it's just like the legal stuff that like concerns me. So mm. I, like once I get like a lawyer, I can totally do it and feel confident because I like I'm a media maker. I'm an artist and and a creative. And I always am concerned about doing right by people and mm. doing right by creatives and not raping them like everyone else rapes you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the business mind wants to rape people and the creative mind wants to help people. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't fight with it because I'm like, I'm not going to rape people. But there's some people who would rape people and people are afraid and nervous and I want to do right. So yeah. I want to get that together before I put something and have people on board. A lot of people are like... Um, so I've like, I'm building a platform, I'm trying to have an app next year. That's why I'm doing my crowdfunding thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm asking people like, how do you want to get paid? How would you, would you want another YouTube? Cause That's YouTube smart. is like not yeah. paying you anything. YouTube is low key. Just, just scheming. What if, scheming. You, what if I paid you like 20, you know, like they're paying you five cents. What if I paid you 20% of whatever we get, you know, uh, for your series, for whatever your series views are. People are like, I don't want that. I want what I know of. I want what, like, Netflix gives you, like, one lump sum. And I'm like, oh, that's so not affordable. Y'all don't understand residuals? Like, <laughs> exactly. No, I want that Black one lump sum. On their one but then lump also they want the freedom to possibly leave and go somewhere else, maybe. I don't know. But those are the... That's also, rent. Rent is real. That's what I'm hearing. So... For me, it's like that makes it hard for someone small to yeah. to then pay all these people. To me, I think it's so important to have this place where it's all this content. Y'all don't want stability, yo. <laughs> they, they want the love take care of you. They want to make their next project. <laughs> mm, so yeah. that's how they think. They trying to rape you. They trying to rape you. <laughs> so then I'm like, well, maybe I'll just keep it like it is and have it based on YouTube and you won't get paid much more. And I'll just, you know, purchase it's exclusive like, content and have the special content be the ones who get the lump sum. The people who are down for Five that. cents for each million views. That's how YouTube does <laughs> it. That's what YouTube's doing you, but you're okay with that. But if someone else is saying the same thing, they're like, no, I want the lump sum. Mm. So it, it makes it hard because you can't compete if you're trying to make them happy. Yeah. Mm. I don't Did I answer the question? You, I don't remember the question. Me neither. That was good. That it was, was, it good. was a good reason. <laughs> on the question was about the contest. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, the contest. So, yeah, so I totally want to do stuff like that, but I want to make sure it's done right. I want to give people a lump sum if they want a lump sum, possibly, or I want to be able to say, you're going to get royalties. You know, there's just so many things that come to play that people don't think about. They're like, oh, you just make stuff and make a contest, but it's not that easy. And I would beg black storytellers to start looking at their producing their stories as a long-term term, um, effort. It's not just a one-hit, let me get discovered, you know, scenario. You have to really pace yourself and really understand how long it may take for your, your stories to financially come to fruition, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's just just get get exposure quick scheme, get, you know, get context quick scheme. Like, it's never just, hey, this is going to take a couple years, you know? And I think that's why a lot of people tap out and get frustrated and don't 
bring us a season two of something great because <laughs> it's just a it's just a short term mentality. Yeah. And maybe with black uh, with web series in general, that is kind of been the mentality that it's just a short term project. But really, if you really Issa, Issa did like one fucking six seasons that was, of that yeah, shit. She did a lot Let's of seasons. Yeah. She's been doing that since oh seven oh eight around that time. It took a while to to gain that. I'm sure that first year she did not have the, the subscribers she wanted. Cause it's a gradual thing, and that's a long time, and that's pretty frustrating for a creative to accept. Like this might take me ten fucking years to like get one project launched so that I could do everything else I want to do. But really, that's that's. And in reality, the, in ten years, in eight years, she was on HBO. And that's this. That's the nature of our industry, yeah. and I think we're yeah. trying to, uh, you know, do a fast, make it fast pace, and it's not yeah. trying to add the modern, you know, flair to it. But no, it's TV is still very slow and old in that regard. It takes a while to really get things going. I think that's like with any like art kind of. It's even with music. It, um, you know, Beyonce. Years, yeah. Take years. You see how long it took her to cultivate Beyonce. You know? Yeah, exactly. And so people think it's like an overnight success. Even if you think it's overnight. People are now finding out about Issa Rae. That's, it was never overnight. It was years yeah. in the making, and people forget that. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. they're like, it's glamorized in their mind. That they're like really, tomorrow. I keep forgetting why people really think, they probably think Issa Rae is like, wow, came out the woodwork, blah, blah, blah. And for us, it's always been a thing. Like, mm-hmm. Issa Rae, like, mm-hmm. Issa Rae also made herself a brand. Yeah. Like, Issa is Issa. Yeah. Like, Awkward black girl no might as well, say might as well be, you won't think of it. You're like, oh yeah, Easter. Yeah. Yeah. Awkward black girl might as well have been called the Easter ratio. Yeah. Like she, I know she didn't <laughs> want to call it that, but she made it so synonymous with her. Yeah. Like and without even, even call, trying. Even naming her character after herself and insecure. Mm-hmm. Like she's yeah. still she could have totally. Just, but that's smart. Yeah. It is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do that. I mean, I think a lot of TV show people like actors do that when they have their own shows. Mm-hmm. And I do see the trouble. Uh, to speak uh, to harken to harken back to what you were saying about um, about what I was saying about how do you monetize it, and you were saying how hard it is to please uh, the the media makers. The media makers. Um, I think of black and sexy TV. I mean, that's how I discovered Issa. I actually didn't discover her on Awkward Black Girl. I discovered her on Numbers, which is one of their uh, signature mm-hmm. uh, web series. But I bring that up to say when they when they brought in the subscription service, like I kind of tuned out. Not because I didn't want to support it, but they have a different format. They have extremely extremely short uh, shows, which I completely am against. Mm-hmm. Making a real story, but I am still fascinated how a writer can put that much in just a couple of minutes. But um, yeah, I kind of tuned out after they put up the subscription service. For for me, it wasn't enough to pay for so there there's that dilemma they were it was quality the camera work was good they got the music stories all of that editing on point but i was like okay how much was it a month i didn't even look it's it's inexpensive i mean i I know you know i think like a dollar 99 they might have started out with possibly now they have it on like i still think roku they have an apple app they have a lot of i think netflix is a steal like, for the amount of content you get... $7 a month. My yeah, God, that is... I feel like I'd be cheating. Like, that's a good reason to say fuck cable. Yeah. Or, like, I don't I don't know about Hulu, but I think it's the same price. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe a little Not, cheaper. Like, $9. Or, yeah. And you could combine those two bills and, and have you, a Spotify $20, bill and still be as paying... As much coffee as people go to Starbucks in a, in a week. And you still like, be paying much less than... Cable. 
only thing that's incentive for cable for me is that files Wi-Fi is 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 I crisp. Still, I have my cable and then I watch my Hulu and Netflix, yeah. and that's it. Like yeah. I don't have to yeah. have the cable television. The for real cable, to, yeah. To have it, and then you know somebody else give me a little HBO password, or I go to one of those bootleg sites like Put Locker, and I watch the shows Put like Locker, Insecure yeah. that I need to watch. <laughs> I, there are like five. There are like as many other people on my Netflix as can possibly be on my Netflix. I'm all for giving it out. Hey, right? word. That too. Like, I'll pay the price. Exactly. Really, only. All the subscribers on Netflix, it, that's probably doubled to who, how many people actually watch. Shout out to Gina. It's her birthday. Happy birthday, Gina. <laughs> she's on, like she's like mooching off my Netflix right now. <laughs> it's just a bunch of Jamaican shit when I go on there. I'm like, oh, her. You didn't even make her <laughs> own little section. <laughs> her own exactly. No, she has her own profile. And one day I like randomly went on it. It's like, oh, it's just a bunch of Jamaican <laughs> shit. It's like better must come. Like playing right, times right, over right. it. I didn't, I didn't get to watch that one. I heard it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, that's all my questions. Um, I'm really excited about this platform. Yay. I think we presented a lot of challenges that come with doing a web series from the you know creative side and also your side of promoting it and marketing it and packaging it for audiences. I would definitely love for the connection between audiences and you know storytellers to be stronger. I would love for audiences to be able to trust web series more. I actually physically do not trust web series. I'm like, what am I about to get into? Like, is this going to be good? How, is this is this art? Is this story? And like you said, we're a little biased because we are creatives and we kind of view art a little bit differently versus just being entertained. Uh-huh. But me personally, I'm just like, oh, what is this? What? <laughs> you know, because there is no trailer. I'm there is no. In, I'm definitely invested though, like in a couple. Especially if you have time. <laughs> you just have time. Like, like I've didn't... watched stuff on Black and Sexy TV. Like, definitely there's some great stuff on there. When it was free. <laughs> when it was yeah. free. Yeah. Hey, YouTube is... I got that episode. They're like, time to pay up. I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I mean, my favorite web series right now is Pokemon Generation. So that's a total, like, cheat because it's connected to a bigger thing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's just like Pokemon being like, we're going to do, like, 10-minute episodes of what the anime should actually be. And I'm like, word, I'm down. But it's already a thing. Mm-hmm. Of course, the quality is going to be amazing. And so, fuck, it's Nintendo. Yeah. But Awkward Black Girl, I always, like, I was down for the cause. And the thing about it is, if you do have, that's the flip side, that's the good side of the coin is if you do have good content that people can really relate to, ain't nothing out there day for them to watch a whole season. They'll be like over before they know it. They got time yeah. on a Sunday. So it's not the, it's not even that we can't watch it, that we won't watch it. It's being willing to watch it and being, and knowing where to go to watch this content and building that relationship a little mm-hmm. better. I think Black and Sexy has a great audience. Like they, they have a ton of subscribers and there are they people do. who paid. <laughs> people are, no, there are people who tell me every time, I'm like, oh, I have a black web series, um, a platform for black web series. And they're like, oh, you like black and sexy? I'm like, exactly, but we're free for now. <laughs> we're going to be free forever though. So That's not to ask a competitive question, but what is, and when you started this, what for you was the difference between you and black and sexy TV? Um, I saw that black and sexy started paying, charging people. That, that was one. Um, and then, there was so much other content than Black and Sexy. Black and Sexy at that point was making all Black and Sexy TV content. Mm. And they weren't trying to put pe- other people mm. on. And I was like, okay, so now that right. I, I watched all your Black and Sexy stuff. Yeah, I didn't now feel welcome. I was like, I can't get on there. It felt like an in-crowd situation where... But now they're putting people on. They're like, oh, maybe they, they heard about color content. I mean, I think they did. <laughs> and so now that they heard about us, 
They are totally putting on other web series created by other independent media makers that they think is dope and stuff like Tough Love, yeah. and they're putting them on the pl- their platform. So that was the the you, the first part. And then second off, um, people have told me this, and I agree. It's black and sexy. So it's black and sexy stuff. It's about black and romance. Yeah, is you it know? all like? Is it all they black? They don't have romance? like adventure. They don't have oh, adventure. Wow, like, I thought it was just like a tongue and cheek term. No, oh wow, not not. They it's not only them. romance, but it's definitely just relationship. Uh, to me, that's centric. Uh, yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> like, a lot of like web shows. Show, yeah. um, uh, that dude, that guy, that dude, that guy. I don't know the show name, Anyways, but I don't that's about. just about. I think that's more so about brotherhood a little bit, but it's still probably about dating. Anyways, just saying that it's not only r- romance, but it primarily is relationship centric. I think surprisingly, from what I've seen, Vimeo has actually been very kind. Fuck to... Vimeo! Why? Sorry, I'm sorry, Why? I came okay. really strong off my. Oh my shows. god! They are doing what Victoria is trying to do. Sorry, no, no, no. They have the, the resources to do what Victoria's trying to do. But there's such a hot... It's kind of like YouTube. Like, it's a refined version of YouTube. Mm-hmm. But you're still not taking advantage of what you could actually put on this platform. I, they could be what Victoria's trying to build. Vimeo build. is doing a lot of different things. So, because I work in corporate America, too, I know that they have an enterprise mm-hmm. thing going on. Um, so What they, do you mean by that? Meaning they're trying to acquire different... Um, so, now they are doing, like, white label video hosting. What does that for, mean? For, uh, I always have to, like, think, like, okay. <laughs> so, they, uh, a company could actually purchase, uh, like, can host their videos there without having Vimeo on it. A uh, word. Okay, okay. So, that's something that So, they when they put the player on, it won't have service. Vimeo on it. So yes, so yeah, okay. so but for companies, because companies would pay for that and then put it on their site. Because who wants to have Vimeo on your site True. if you're? It's like big, Squarespace when you buy like the domain and stuff like that. Yeah, right. otherwise it would be. Wow, so I like that. Maybe they're doing a lot of different things and they're trying to grow because they're not YouTube because they're not part of Google, so they have to grow because you know they're a big company. They, they need do, to do have different a section things. for their videos, but it's still very. Vimeo doesn't want to. I think Vimeo wants to be one as a filmmaker, perfect place to put your reel. Like Vimeo is like their whole thing is like, okay, we're giving you the professional version because I don't want to send my reel via YouTube link. It just looks kind of sloppy, and yeah, then like YouTube. And YouTube also doesn't with, allow you to upgrade, uh, upload your, the quality of your video all the time. YouTube butchers the fuck out of my shit. Like <sighs> I've seen you guys work things. on that. Anyways, like especially if your thing is shot with like a high, if your shit is shot with like I've a red camera, and it just looks like crap. After my first music video was shot with like a red camera, and they were like, "Nope, we're gonna downgrade the fuck out this quality because it's too good." Meanwhile, <laughs> Vimeo was like, "Oh no, Ooh, come as you yeah, are," yeah. because yeah. they don't. And I was gonna say Vimeo is when you go on the front page they do boost they do like they got sections they boost, on there they got they high as much as we yeah, both sort of the week, we I both think. hate high maintenance no, 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 but no. they got high maintenance on that's true and it was a pipeline that's they true. had a part in that yeah like it wasn't like YouTube where like oh someone found it they had it on they had it on their Features. homepage for yeah. such a long time that mo- it was just a gateway yeah YouTube doesn't have that it shows you your personalized stuff they want to they want to make it user friendly because YouTube's connected to Google. It's more user friendly. It's not user friendly. I'm overwhelmed. User every time no I user go friendly in the sense of <laughs> suggestions. It's all about what do you Yo, want or what they strategy. feel you want. And then I think it's also for a younger demographic too. Yeah, like, YouTube ain't trying to be for us. It's trying to be video like gateway to videos, just videos. Like in there's general. kids who just consume content and they mm-hmm. just need something to watch. Oh, this looks funny. 
who watch this. You know what I mean? They're yeah. not looking for quality. They're not looking for shows like you're looking for. They're looking for different content and so many different things to so many different people. Or so. music. It's like a lot of people blind. still use YouTube on their phone as a music app, which yeah. grinds my gears. But still, spot like not to cater to that. There's nothing wrong with. Well, keep on don't don't do it YouTube and don't do it for me. I know. Hopefully, sorry, I can no, do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my hope for you is that your platform, they, they buy you out and they incorporate into theirs. Yeah, and I mean, part of me wants world. that and then another part feels bad because it's like I'm like abandoning my... Let me tell you what you do. You okay. set your demands. You don't have to be a punk when you get bought out. You don't. Some people... <laughs> some people and then I could be just like Vine and they can just close it all down. Exactly. And who cares? All, also, on the flip side, the, Put that in uh, so flip side, Vice can't do that. Well, on the flip side, Vice stuck to their stuck to their um, nuts and bolts, and now they have a TV network. Like by doing it, and I have my critiques with Vice, but when they <laughs> Viceland is actually, I like Viceland a lot. Yeah. Like I, I think when they want to do Not something, they has do cable it. Like you, I don't, I don't even, know. I've never even seen. It's a good Spike Jones is doing the damn thing. I just go on YouTube and bootleg stuff and so what can I watch? Oh, and you can watch all of it on Vice stuff. They make it all like accessible because they don't care because it's like nigga we're Vice. You're gonna watch this regardless, and they stuck to their guns. Now it's not everyone's story because I I think I think it says something though to to stick to your guns. I don't I I know the sellout story, but I don't want to. Twitter stuck to their guns for a long time. And a long time. I'm not saying that I won't sell sell my business. I'm not selling out though. But I wouldn't sell my business, but I I really want to build the framework in such a way where if stuff changed crazy, people would be like, I'm not watching this no more. It would ruin the brand for for the person who bought it. So I just want to build the brand further before I go, yeah, I'm going to sell it tomorrow. That's what's up. All right. Um, great. It was a good conversation. It was. It was so much fun. I want to come back tomorrow. Thanks for coming on. Um, yeah. Anything you'd like to say to the people? I'm gonna fight you. What's happening? Wait. What, what, what were we talking about? Do you want to? What, what are we gonna? Do you want to do? Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just closed the episode. <laughs> oh, oh worried. Hey, what's up? I'm AJ. You can find me on Medium at AJ Ram. Find me on Spotify. I have a new playlist. It's called Best of a Bad Year. It's 90 songs, like the best songs of the year. Find me at Saroop AJ Ram. (laughs) On Twitter, I'm Gene and Saroop. You can find me on all the platforms. Uh I'm about there. I'm about it. I'm about it. It's all on Twitter. It's my diary. Um, Where can they find you, Victoria? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No problem. It's, It's easy. Add Vicky. It's like add Vice. It's so cute. So it's ADD. V-I-C underscore E. Everywhere. That was nice. That was a good point. That's, yeah. Y'all niggas know I'm not online, so I'm not going to tell you nothing about me. Because I'm just, I be floating. I be floating. Also, (laughs) also look out. Low Culture Lab's coming back early next year. It's going down. Y'all going to know. It's going to be in the link. No. We're going to link it. Link me, daddy. Link me. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Ridiculous. We're done. Thanks for listening, y'all. See you next time. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Get him something real. Get him something real. Get him something real. Get him something real. Come back around so we can keep you on your toes and give you all you need to know. And that's all. Joe, give him something real. 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 Give
Something real, give them 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 something real, give